visit our world headquarters at photofactspodcast.com. And now, here's Robert. Hello, people. Welcome to another edition of the Photofacts Podcast. As you can probably tell, if you follow us often, I am in the bathtub. It's one of my favorite places to go. As you well know, I live in a house full of women. And this is the only sanctum. This is my inter-sanctum. For lack of a better word, this is my bat cave. I can come in here, hang out. If my wife would let me smoke a cigar in here, it would nearly be perfect. I'm very much considering mounting a small television set on the wall in the bathtub so I can kind of kick back and watch my shows while I'm in the bathtub. So I really enjoyed a lot. The acoustics in here are not too bad. A little echoey, a little bassy. But you guys don't listen to us for professional audio recording, I'm sure. So what's been going on out in your world? So let me give you a couple of updates on mine. Actually, just kind of keep it simple because today is going to be a bit of a soapbox. And it's going to be quick, down and dirty, so you guys can get on with your day. So I just got interviewed on the photobombpodcast.com. You've got to follow these guys. Yes, we want you guys to hang out here at the Photofax Podcast, but photobombpodcast.com with Boo Ray Perry and Gary Hughes is absolutely hilarious. So while we might be the Seinfeld of the Photo World Podcast, I would probably venture to say they, they have the humor. Much better humor than we are. I'm not wanting to push you away. I'm just wanting to give you options. It's important that you learn from everybody and then take the positive, reject the negative from each person you meet. So I hope you guys liked that little segue into part one of Robert's Soapbox. And since this is the first time I've done this on my new iPad, I don't have all my carts loaded. So I don't have any really funny bumpers to kick in here the way Jim does. So I could try and fake the news one. Dun, 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 but, you know, that wouldn't be that great. So the first little item of soapbox. Over the last couple of weeks, I've been helping quite a few photographers. I'm answering questions. We answer all the questions we get via email, and some days there are more than others. We do get to all the emails. Just please understand that with the flood of emails and work and family, that it may take us several days to be able to email you back, and sometimes that email might not be a very long response, and it may be a URL on a website for you to go read or check out. Uh, Jim and I both read a lot online. Uh, I normally do mine on Sunday mornings. I get like to get up early, have a cup of coffee, and then read my Feedly. And I'm following roughly about 500 websites from around the world, photography, business, technology, other photographers, the wedding industry, fashion industry. And I obviously don't read every single one, but if the headline catches my eye, I am all over that and I go in and read it. If it's something really important, I will follow my Evernote for reference for later on. My Evernote is basically like my own personal Google. So I really, really enjoy using Evernote. I will uh, put these links in the show notes. So if you're inclined to use them as well, by all means do it. I think you it will improve your life. It has mine. So in the, the process of answering these emails, phone calls, text messages, etc., I have several people from around the world that are almost what I would call professional students. Now, I'm not going to call anybody out by name, but that terminology was actually brought to my attention 
three years ago at the Professional Photographers of Oklahoma School by a much older and wiser gentleman than I. I don't want to call him out, but he knows who he is. So we were sitting around just, you know, jacking our jaws and talking about, you know, God, we really wish we had more students in the class. Um, I think at the time we had 35 students, which for PPO school is really good. We're very happy with that. Uh, definitely covered our cost and then some, and we were able to have some great parties. But, you know, you kind of see the same faces year in and year out at all these events. So he coined the, the term professional student. So we came down to figure out, I guess, in our own head, that there's a, there's a group of photographers that love and enjoy learning. They enjoy the learning environment. They enjoy the socialization environment that you find with people that have the same passion like photographers. If you were a painter, I'm sure there's painter meetings you can go to. If you're a plumber, eh, I don't know if there's any plumber meetings you can go to. But these people really enjoy hanging with other photographers and either because of their geographic location, they may live you know, way out in the panhandle of Oklahoma or in uh, West Texas, which by the way, there's really not that much out there. And if there's any of our listeners in West Texas, leave us a comment and show us some pictures of what's in West Texas. Because when I've driven through there, it has been tumbleweeds and dust bowl. So I'm not sure why you guys live out there. So don't ask for money, we'll send you luggage so you can move to Oklahoma the beautiful state. Okay, enough of that. So the the whole thing is well, there's a lot of people that I know that are professional students. Uh, they probably do a couple of photo shoots here and there. Um, they're trying to be a professional photographer. They have a business license. They buy equipment. They uh, are active online. They have a website. Um, but it just seems that these same people go to workshop after workshop after workshop. Along those lines, with those workshops, those workshops are an investment in you as a photographer, but those workshops cost you money and cost your business money. So you need to be able to recoup that money that you've spent on there. So let's say we have a photographer that goes to WPPI, which is a gigantic big party in Las Vegas. There are some amazing speakers there, incredible programs. It is a base camp for learning. On the flip coin, there is the Imaging USA, the PPA puts on, which I'm a very big advocate of. Uh, the city rotates, so at least you get to see different locations. Uh, coming up in 2016, it'll be in um, Augusta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. I'm sorry, Atlanta, Georgia. I even have a t-shirt and can't remember how it's spelled. So... I have been to these locations where the people that go, hey, they party their butts off. That's fine. I did a lot of partying when I was younger as well. That's perfectly okay. There's a social release of anxiety where you can go let your hair down with like-minded people and have a blast. But then these are the people I don't see the next morning in class. And I wonder, why did you invest several thousand dollars to go to this or this meeting and then after the workshop, after the conference, after this three or four day convention, I don't see them trying anything new. And it's frustrating when they call me and then ask me the questions that were answered at these conferences. 
And it's not like I'm not going to answer them. And no, it's not anybody in particular. So if you're thinking about yourself, oh my God, Robert's talking about me. I pretty much promise you it's not you because the people are not going to listen to my podcast. If you're listening to the podcast, you're probably already on another level. Or you're a pers- close personal friend or a stalker in prison and prefer Jim's voice over mine, even though mine is a little bit sexier. So I want you to look at the year coming up. The rest of the year, we're basically at the midway point. Does your business have the income now or in the future that you can plan on meeting these education requirements that you want to make? Yes, I want to go to the convention for Oklahoma. Yes, I want to go to Southwest PPA. Yes, I want to go to Imaging next year. But I can't take that money out of my personal account to go and expect that to overnight or a week later from what I've gained, I am all of a sudden a multimillionaire able to pay everybody back that I owe money to, such as credit cards. So I just want you to take a step back right now. You can do it now. You can pause this podcast and just take a step back. And I want you to list out each of the things that you're going to do that are not going to be making you money. I'm not saying that education is not an investment. It's a great investment in you. It is the best way probably to spend your money that I can say in any business because investing in yourself will make you better and it will definitely be the key to your success because no one can replicate you. I can have the same equipment. I can set the same lighting. I can shoot the same way, but no one's going to have your personality. You're unique. And your uniqueness is what they're paying for. So I want you to sit down, take pencil and paper, write down. I want you to write down the next things you're going to do for the rest of the year. Are you going to go to a Christmas party with some friends? Are you going to go to a monthly meeting? And then I want you to sit down and look at the expenses, just the basic expenses. Just do a quick outline. How much is the hotel going to cost me? Am I going to fly? Am I going to drive? How many days I'm going to be gone? So if you're gone for three days and you normally try and schedule yourself for $400 a day and you're gone for three days, well, that's $1,200 that it's costing out of your pocket. You know, your flight, your hotel, figure that whole thing up. You can pause this if you like. After you have it figured up, you know, we're talking about all the education opportunities that you're going to have until the end of 2015. After you add that up, I want you to multiply it by three. That's a big number, isn't it? Even if you only go to two or three different things, multiply it by three. That is what you need to make right now gross to be able to support that dream. It's not that hard. Okay? I need to make, I need to gross $1,000 to be able to keep 300 You know, people come to me all the time. Oh my God, I want to shoot weddings. Oh my God, you charge so much for weddings. You know, you must be very experienced. You must be very good. You had this cost. You had that cost. Oh, my God. They're looking at stripper math. I work really hard for the amount of money I charge that I think is a fair value to my clients. I, I think it's fair value, and I go above and beyond what they receive. I want them to walk away thinking, oh, my God, I got off cheap. Robert and Terry are amazing. I want them to have a great experience. I'm not going to nickel and dime them, and we'll talk about my business plan, uh, another podcast, but I just wanted two little things to go off my soapbox. And that's the first one. I want you to plan for the rest of the year. We're at midway point. This is one June. One June. We've got six months of the year left. 
Let's not count June. So let's start at July all the way to December. You're going to find those numbers. You're going to multiply it by three. That's the gross amount you need to make to be able to afford to go do that. Please work on that. I guarantee you that if you look at what you already have for equipment, knowledge, books, templates, software, computer equipment, etc., you already have more than enough to make a viable business. There are people out there that are kicking your tail with a basic camera from Best Buy, a 50 mil lens, and a passion. So all I'm telling you is to get done. And when I speak to you, I'm speaking to myself. I don't want anybody to think that Robert's some type of rock star or anything like that. I am in the same boat you are. Every month I am scratching, clawing, and digging to get that next client to get those bills paid. You know, anything I can do, you know, I know this sounds really dumb. When I pull up and I pay for gas and spend $35 to fill up my tank on the Treywick Images business account because I've been running around doing business all day long, it kind of makes me feel good. It kind of makes me feel good that someone appreciated me and Terry's work enough to pay us money so they can get a memory. And then that money allows me to give my girls things, to have a house, to have gas to put in my car. I want you to feel that same proudness. I don't even know if that's a word. Again, English is my second language. So the segue from that is in the next part. Again, I don't, I'm not trying to be negative, and I like joking. Uh, even though I'm in the bathtub right now, my blood pressure is probably shooting through my roof because I am like seriously like a red lobster right now. And I, I, I probably really should not be in the bathtub right now. I, you know what? I think next time I do a podcast, I'm going to hook myself up to a blood pressure monitor so you guys can hear it beep beeping in the background. So part two of my softbox, I will answer your questions. Like I said, it may take me a few days to get to it, depending on how busy I am. In my mind, and this is not, uh, you know, this is just me talking. This is my opinion. Your pricing really doesn't have that much to do with experience. I know that right now you're thinking, I just got this email yesterday. You know what? Okay, that's just the water moving around. Nothing's happening in here that's, you know, grotesque. Even though I'm thinking about putting an explicit rating on our podcast just in case we slip and say a cuss word or two. And again, if I haven't said this, Boo Ray and Gary are just downright funny. And that doesn't even count what happened online. So whenever you're looking at your business and you're having to create a product price for something, well, business is simple. It's not complicated. It is absolutely not complicated. You already have all the information in your head. All you're trying to do is sum up where do you fit in on some imaginary 8x10 price with the experience. Well, I'm brand new to photography, so I shouldn't charge $60 of 8x10. I should only charge 20 Well, what if that $20 you're charging makes you operate in a loss? Is that a wise business, business decision to operate in a loss? Let's say a brand new hardware store opens across the street from an established hardware store. And the new hardware store says, oh my God, hey, we're the new kid on the block. So even though this screw has cost me two cents, I'm going to only sell it for a penny. Because I don't really have any experience in this market. And I'm a brand new business. So I can sell things for less money than it costs me to make. 
how long do you think that hardware store is going to be in business? And then, of course, on that same token, if you operate strictly on price, then the only customer you're going to attract are price shoppers. There's nothing wrong with price shoppers. It's just a different market. And that's perfectly okay if you want to do a high-volume, low-price business model. Just find that and stick to it. My personal opinion, what happens with experience is to gain that experience, you've already gone to a lot of educational events. You've invested money in equipment, online training, mentorship programs. You have purchased software, new new uh, computers. You've had to go to training for those software. You have professional organizations that you pay for. You have liability insurance you pay for every month. You have all these different costs of doing business that you have to pay every single month before you even have a client. Not to count your marketing dollars, the gas to operate your car. If you're a full-time photographer, well, what about your monthly mortgage? What about the kids' insurance? What about food to have in the, in the house? All these things have to be purchased even before the client walks in the door. So I believe as we become more experienced, basically longer in the tooth, it doesn't make us a better photographer. It just makes us a photographer that has more cost. And with more cost, we have to have a higher price to cover it. It's that simple. If you're a stay-at-home mom and you're happy doing photography and you figure out that you can get by making a $10 8x10 after doing a photo session and you're happy with that and your numbers crunch and you're making a profit, I don't care if it's a nickel, it's still a profit. And you're happy with that, then go for it. Knock yourself out, have a field day. I know a lot of people are going to start emailing me right away that I'm killing the industry, XYZ. There's different opinions on both sides of the fences and all I'm going to tell you is I may not be 100% on one side of the fence or the other, but I believe that everybody has a right to their own happiness and they have a right to their own pursuit of their happiness. And if you feel like the point shooters or the weekend warriors are taking away your business, get off your tail and do something different that they can't do. I network with photographers. I have coffee with fellow photographers. I do not consider them a competition. And I have to tell you, a lot of them are much better photographers than I am. But those photographers have a personality. They have a marketing technique. They have a shooting style, an editing style that's completely different than mine. So when people come to me or come to Terry or us as a group to shoot a wedding, they're looking for something in particular. They're looking for that whole ball of wax. You want to be that ball of wax, that certain client. So I want you to work on that. And then make your pricing so you can make a profit. So, okay, there you go. That was my soapbox for the day. 20 minutes went by very quickly. I wish I had some cool background music or something because, you know, Jim is so good. And I uh, just want to give a quick shout out again. I want you guys to go check out Gary and Boo Ray over at the photobombpodcast.com. And then, well, I don't want to brag, guys, but this podcast is going to be online within hours. Why are we having to wait two weeks for yours? Just curious. Bam! It's in your corner. 
And you guys have a fantastic day, and we will talk to you soon. Visit our world headquarters at photofaxpodcast.com.